Welcome to the Beyond Stuck podcast with Coletta Jones-Patterson, where we feature guests who have overcome the odds and have gotten unstuck. In their words, they share with us practical insight and tips on how to go beyond stuck and enjoy life. On today's episode, our guest is Fasheril Dixon. Fasheril Dixon is from Canton, Mississippi. She's a mother, wife, lawyer, entrepreneur, dog lover, and a member of Delta Sigma Theta. She graduated in 2003 from Madison Central High School and attended the University of Southern Mississippi in Hattiesburg and graduated with a bachelor's in political science. Fasheril attended law school and graduated in 2013. As a licensed attorney, she has worked for several law firms before starting her own practice in 2016. Fasheril started out in bankruptcy and transitioned to criminal law and personal injury. She is currently the owner of the Dixon Legal Firm located in Dallas, Texas. In her spare time, she volunteers at homeless shelters to give back and also to give those around her an opportunity to serve. Please join me in welcoming Fasheril Dixon to today's Beyond Stuck podcast. Hi, Fasheril. Welcome to the Beyond Stuck podcast. Hi, Coletta. How are you? I am great. I'm so glad you're taking the time to join us today and share a little bit of your stuck story or getting unstuck story, I should say. Thank you so much. I I am very excited about this opportunity. So thank you for having me join. Yeah, it's great. Well, let's jump right in. Um, And I like to start off thinking about this concept or this notion of stuck. So how would you define the word stuck? So when I think of stuck, I think it's being in a place where you are unable to move, um, a place where you're unable to feel that you're having any progress, that's what I think of when I think of stuck. You know, there's there's been so many times in my life where I've been stuck, but when it comes to mind, when stuck comes to mind, that's what I think. That place when we can neither feel like we accomplish anything, we can we feel like, you know, maybe I'm just here and I I don't know. I'm just in a state of just being. I just mm-hmm. am, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're kind of still, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, so not able to move forward and you find yourself, I like what you said, just in a place of just being. So just maybe... Being. Yeah, not necessarily thriving and enjoying things, but like you're just there. Right. Um, and I think, like you said, we all find ourselves in those um, spots at, throughout our lives. So let's think about maybe one or two areas in which you felt like you were just there. You weren't accomplishing much. It was just kind of a place of stillness. Um, what did that look like for you? What areas um, were those? Well, Coletta, I, <laughs> when, I, when you say one or two moments, oh my gosh, there are so many times when I feel stuck. So I, you know, I, I'm trying to think of all the thousands of time and pick out oh. two moments that I, you know, because right. I feel like when you're going through life and you're trying to go to the next level or achieve the next goal or dream or whatever it is, as you're transitioning, I think each level has its own periods of being stuck. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're not we're, we're, we're moving from where we were and trying to transition to where we're going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and in between that, you know, are different places. But one one thing in particular that comes to mind, I think when I failed the bar the first time, that's the I, I, I can't even imagine. I can't even explain um, how I felt. You know, I was mm-hmm. I was in a place of, OK, I feel as if I've accomplished so much. Mm-hmm. But I feel as if I've accomplished nothing, you know, yeah. 
I was right in the middle of that. I had just graduated from law school. That was huge because I didn't come from a family of lawyers. I didn't come from, um, this was something that no one in my family had ever done before. So Mm -hmm. I felt accomplished, you know, but Mm -hmm. when I got the bar results, I felt as if I had not accomplished anything. I felt like a failure. I felt defeated. I felt, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. I put everything that I had into this dream. So what do I do next? Yeah. What do I do next? That's, that's a good question. And I want to go back to something you said. So, you know, you had all the, these great accomplishments, being the first in your family to go to law school, doing something totally different. Um, but then so much rides and weighs on the exam, you know, the bar exam for yes. law school. Yeah. And so, and you, there's so much pressure surrounding it. And, and then you do begin to feel like, okay, well, maybe I don't measure up because this test didn't show what I obviously yeah. felt I knew yeah. and, um, and ready to move forward. So let's dig a little bit deeper into that. I mean, how <clears throat> you already said, you know, how you felt, but how long were you in this state of, wow, I just, you know, I failed. What do I do? Like, is, are my dreams crushed? Where do I go from here? What did that look like? Actually, I was in that place for a while, honestly. And I will tell you, I think it's so important, the circle that you choose to have around you, okay? Um, If it had not been for others coming into my life to show me or, you know, encourage me to get out of the place that I was in, I I would have never gotten out of that place. I remember Mm -hmm. when I got my bar results, um, I looked at that paper. I was like, oh my gosh. I said, my name is not on here. And there was a name. It was a guy's name. And his last name was Dixon. Of course, my name is for Cheryl Dixon. I said, oh my gosh, I'm going to call the bar examiner because I think they put his name instead of my name. I right. completely forgot, you know, because I didn't want to accept failure. I didn't want to accept mm. defeat because mm. I knew if I had admitted to myself that I failed, I didn't have a plan. I didn't yeah. know what to do next because I didn't plan to fail the bar. I didn't plan to not succeed. I didn't plan to feel hurt or like as if I lost something. I didn't plan that. So Mm -hmm. my brain literally didn't know how to process that in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so my best friend was there and she's like, put the phone down. It's okay. I said, okay, how are you going to say it's okay? I just failed the bar. And ironically enough, my friend, this would have been her second time failing the bar. And so I literally just laid on the floor and I just cried and she got down there and she just prayed with me. And she said, you know, it's not over. It's mm-hmm. not over. You can do it again. And it's, and, and what really got to me was she was having her own experience, but in the midst of me having this experience for the first time, she was able to say to me, get up. Yeah. You can't stay here. Get mm-hmm. up. You yeah. have to move on. You cannot sit in this space. Get up. Go study. Go go do. I'm like, study. Are you kidding me? I just been studying. <laughs> Girl, right. What? I don't want to see another book. Girl, I don't want to see another book. Girl, I've been studying. <laughs> what do you mean? I had told myself I'm going to take a vacation. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know. It was her. And then I ended up getting a job. And and my boss at the time, she didn't know that I had failed the bar. And I had confided in the young lady at the job. You know, I told her, I said, well, I had failed the bar. But this young lady had passed the bar. And so Mm -hmm. we went in the office. uh, She said, oh, I just heard that you guys had taken the bar. And the young lady said, yeah, I passed. She failed. 
I was <gasps> so hurt. When I tell you, I was, yeah. I was, I was shame. I was embarrassed. I was hurt. I felt like how, like, oh my God, I was a little mm-hmm. bit angry because I'm like, girl, now you all in my business. Right. Why'd you throw <laughs> me under the bus? Now you you could have said anything, but how are you going to say that? You know, uh-huh. but I think that all things happen for a reason because she told me, she said, well, you go ahead. She told the young lady, you go ahead and leave and mm-hmm. you stay in my office. I have something I want to give you for work. But when I stayed in her office, Coletta, what she said to me was, hold your head up. Mm. I didn't pass the bar my first time. She -hmm. said, but I'm going to make a commitment. Every day when we get off of work, I'm going to, she would give me questions to answer. She's on the weekends when I'm here working, you come up here. I'm going to, I'm going to put you in in the conference room and we're going to act like it's a bar exam room. Mm -hmm. You're going to study. You're going to focus. And and I'm going to tell you that lady, she spoke life into me. She said, I didn't understand why when I failed the bar my first time, there was a lady who came to me and spoke life into me. And now I understand why Mm -hmm. I didn't pass. I had to share it with someone else and encourage someone else. Yeah. And so it was her singing that song to me. That's what helped me say get get unstuck because someone else was willing to share their experience be transparent and say you too can do this mm-hmm. you had a cheerleader yes yeah. someone rooting you on and everybody needs a friend like you said this is get up get you up can't stay here you've got to do something you, you got have to move something. forward <laughs> yeah I love that because we can't see it at the moment when we we're can't. going through and it you're so frustrated you're confused you don't have a backup plan and so you're like you know lord yeah. what do I do so we do need those people around us to speak into us, that circle, um, that sphere of influence that can keep pushing us forward when we can't seem to push ourselves forward. Um, so what it, so your breaking point was kind of, you know, probably your friend and that lady that spoke into you and said, hey, you can do this. I didn't pass the first time either. Were there any other moments that kind of helped get you over that hump of being stuck and, and being able to move forward? I would have to say, you know, having people that chose to speak life into me. And I, and I always say, you know, as we go through life, sometimes we forget our own song. Sometimes we forget who we are. You know, I've overcome a lot during my lifetime. And I think it's in the moments where we feel like we've lost something or that we're grieving or that we're hurting because grief is not only the death of something, right? Death of someone. It could be the death mm-hmm. of something, you know, mm-hmm. when you yeah. haven't, your dream hasn't become a reality. That's painful. You know, and in those moments when we're in those spaces, it kind of creates those feelings of uncertainty. And so Mm -hmm. I had to remind myself, look, you've Mm -hmm. been here before. It may not be that you failed the bar before. It may Mm -hmm. not be that you lost this job before, but you've been in this space before. Mm -hmm. Now, they've sung the song to you. They've reminded you of who you are. They've reminded you of where you can go. But baby, you got to get up and do it for yourself. You got to sing it for yourself. You got to sing that song that you know oh so well. And I think when I finally started to have those conversations with myself and start to literally remind myself, you know, hey, we can't stay here too long. Mm -hmm. My mom, when I was younger growing up, my mom used to always say, okay, that's happened. But what are you going to do next? What's your plan? Mm-hmm. what's your plan you can't mm-hmm. you can't stay here you can't dwell here what's your plan and I had to go back to those moments you know to remind myself this is who you are you you have to get up from here you can't stay mm-hmm. in this space you can't stay in this place mm-hmm. find what works and get on with it you know what I mean 
Yeah. Find what works and get on with it. Yep. Give yourself a moment to cry and to try to, you know, hash it out, whatever, vent, all those things, but you can't stay there. You've got to move on. Um, and remembering your song, getting back to knowing who you were created to be, what your purpose is, your gifts, your skills, your talents, and knowing that even though obstacles come and look like they may throw you off, it still doesn't mean it's not going right. to happen. So right. don't be afraid to try it again, to get up and, and move forward. So looking back, you know, that's probably, that's been a few years. Um, so how would you say your life is different now from the lessons that you learned even at that moment that have really helped you keep going forward? Honestly, Coletta, I'm, I I will say to you, I am figuring it out day by day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the friend that I told you about, she ended up passing away. And that was one of the most difficult times of my life, right? Because mm-hmm. she was my person and she had become an encourager for me. Mm-hmm. And I think even dealing with the grief of losing her, I had to literally learn and and I was stuck after that right I I, because Mm -hmm. I was grieving losing my friend but Mm -hmm. what everything and and all of this has taught me is to give myself the grace of being of not being okay show myself some grace so that when I am in those spaces I don't have to feel so guilty Mm -hmm. I don't have to feel so ashamed Mm -hmm. I don't have to feel so fearful give myself grace yeah you know, and that's the biggest thing. I don't think I've given myself enough grace when I was younger. Mm-hmm. As I've gotten older, that's my word. Give yourself the grace to feel, not a, to, to feel whatever it is, to feel the loss, to feel the grief, to feel the hurt, to feel the disappointment, to feel the pain. Give yourself mm-hmm. the grace for it. Because yeah. oftentimes we're trapped with being afraid, we're trapped with shame, we're trapped with fear. And it's not just being stuck you there's so many layers on top of it oh yeah you know and so Mm -hmm. if when you give yourself the grace you're no longer tacking on people's opinions you're no longer you know adding on other people's pain and trauma you're literally saying to yourself this is the space i'm in and -hmm. it's okay for me to be here now how do i move beyond here while giving myself the grace to just be yeah and however long that takes and being okay with it yeah I think there's something you know to be said in this world that's so fast-paced there's always so much going on and we come up with this long list of goals and Mm -hmm. accomplishments or things that we want to do but when you hit that wall you know it's like you said, the fear and the shame try to grip you Um, and shame becomes something that you wear, not, you know, you see yourself as that. And so you can't see yourself as the failure. You can't see yourself as the disappointment. No, you still have purpose and you still have, God still has a plan for our lives. And so that's what we hold on to, like you were saying, rather than the fear and the shame. And that's what allows us to move forward. But yeah, giving ourselves that grace and space to like, I'm not okay at this moment, but I will be, you know, and speaking that into existence Um, and just walking it out. That process takes time. Yeah. Um, So what else would you say? um, What other pieces of advice would you have for those listening who are struggling with may not be the bar exam, you know, may not be the MCAT or whatever. Maybe it's loss of a job of a friend. Maybe it's just a weight, um, a health goal, a financial challenge, but they are really struggling. How would you encourage them to move forward? 
I think the major, the first thing would be to tackle the issue of shame. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes shame is what keeps us in a lot of areas for too long, right? When Mm -hmm. When we're shame, it often blocks us from being able to ask for help or to seek out resources to, Mm -hmm. you you know, I think dealing with that is the first thing. And and that's Mm -hmm. why I always say, give yourself the grace, give Mm -hmm. yourself the grace. We have so much grace for other people. You know, when when someone do something to us, whether it's a loved one, a spouse, a significant other, when they do something, we're like, it's okay, we'll work through this. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to give yourself that same grace and even more. Mm-hmm. What you say, it's okay, but what do I do next? Ask for help. Reach out to those people who are around you who, ha- who may have the resources that you need. I am a huge advocate of this person may have something that I need and I may have something that this person needs. So mm-hmm. let me not be afraid to let my light shine. You know, let me mm-hmm. not be afraid to be me. Mm-hmm. You know, in a room of a hundred people, I don't desire to be like anyone else. I want to be me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I, I would literally just say, just be you and, and, and stand firm in that. And even though you're struggling during this time, be okay with whatever situation you're in, whether you lost your job, mm-hmm. you've lost your house you've lost a friend, you've lost a loved one. As long as we have breath in our body, that is, there is still another moment mm-hmm. to change, to do something different, to get up and go on. There's still another moment. Another moment. Yep. Definitely agree. Another chance. Um, let's talk a little bit about, I know you've started your own law practice. So what was that like? Cause I'm sure there are challenges, as you said, when we started off, every time you go to, to a new level or a new transition, there's always like this opportunity to get stuck. So what was the process like starting your own law firm? Okay. Let me tell you, it was, it was not what I, <laughs> it was not what I expected. Right. I left my uh-huh. job and I'm like, I'm getting paid every two weeks. Uh huh. Clearly God, you know, you told me to go out and start my own business, start my own practice. And I get in my office and I'm like, Okay, so what's next? Hmm. I don't have a client. Okay, God, now if you told me to go ahead and start my own office, I expect people to be coming around the block. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> what yep. are we doing here? And I'm looking like, okay, I'm not getting clients. I'm not getting people. Like, what? What is it, God? You know? And I, for for me, I wanted to go. I wanted to skip the process and get the result. Right. I wanted Mm -hmm. to, God, I need to be making a couple thousand dollars this week. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're going to take, if you're going to tell me I got to go for my job, look, God, I don't got time for the heaven faith part. I want to go straight to the money. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to see the money collect. I'm just going to be honest with you. Yeah. I hear you. (laughs) I I don't have time. Look, I know one thing. I know you're a result producing God, right? So Mm -hmm. if I'm serving a result producing God, God, I just want the results. I don't want the process. Can we just get the process? You know, mm-hmm. the and, process and, and is long. It's messy. It's it long. It's, it's, you know, I really don't want to do all that, God. I really just uh-huh. want to get God look. Okay. And, and and that's literally where I was. But in a sense, that creates an entitlement, right? Because mm-hmm. you, no one skips the process. Mm-hmm. 
we learn so much in the process. We learn to be persistent. We learn to be resilient. It builds our courage. It builds our faith. It builds us mm -hmm. as a person. We change. We grow. We mature. You know, we we learn from our. So we learn so much. You're saying we learn from our mistakes. We learn from all the things that come through the process. Yeah, you know, and, and that's not something that can be skipped. I think that's understanding that no one is immune from going through the process. Mm, that's good. Yeah, no one is immune. We think we are. We think that God, you know, I, I God, let me just be that one mm -hmm. that it just happens for. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what I really wanted. God, I just wanted it to happen for me. Okay. Right. If you told me to do this, God, I don't understand why I have to go through all of this. God, you could just speak one word and it can happen. You could speak one word and this building would be packed out. Mm -hmm. God, just speak that word, please. But what do, <laughs> yes, do it you know what I'm saying? But what right. do we learn from that? We, how does that build us? How does that build our faith? Mm, yeah, that's good. You know? Mm -hmm. So after you worked your faith, you worked this process. So what was on the other side of it? So, you know, I, I, I've transitioned, of course, from that office and moved to another building. And of course, I've, I'm day by day, I'm growing my practice, which is such a blessing because at the time when I first started out, I was trying to build my practice while trying to do a part-time job mm. um, to keep the lights on and keep you know, doing what I'm doing and just, just basically fund my dream is what I say. You know, you have to fund your own dreams, fund your reality. Um, yeah. And so I had to do what I had to do. Of course, I'm not doing that now because God is so good. But um, mm -hmm. and it was a process of just sticking to what I believe and sticking to my vision, you know, sticking yeah. to my goals. I, I knew what I wanted. I knew the results I wanted. So mm -hmm. I had to do. What I had to create habits and routines that would produce the desired result. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And that's the hard part, you know, doing the work because we all have the plans. We can see it, but it's not going to just happen. It's not going to no. just rain down on us. You got to develop the discipline and the consistency to do what you know to do to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's so awesome. Well, how can listeners um, connect with you? There may be something that you've said that they're like, oh, wow, I really want to check out what she's doing or I'd like to, you know, have a conversation with her. How can they um, best reach out to you? So I am on Instagram. My Instagram is F Dixon ESQ. Um, my Facebook is for Cheryl Dixon Jones. So at any time, you know, reach out to me. I would love to connect. This has been such an awesome opportunity. As, as you can see, I am a talker. I love to talk. Girl, you've been preaching to us. <laughs> like, I just need to hand you the mic and just let you go. <laughs> hey, anytime, Kalani, you want to link back up? We definitely can because I have enjoyed this. I really have. Yeah, yeah we'll have to have a part two because I know you said you have lots of stuck stories. So lots. thanks so much for your encouragement that we can um, accomplish anything. We don't have to get stuck and stay there. We can get up. We can do something and move forward. So I so appreciate your time um, for Cheryl having uh, being on the show today. And we look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you so much. I appreciate Coletta. Thank you so much. <laughs>